everybody and welcome to In My Mug, episode 132 on Monday the 23rd of May 2011. My name is Steve Layton, his name is Gromit, Wallet, Wallet, Gromit, Gromit. This one is um, uh, Shirley, uh, this is Wallace, um, Sean, uh, Timmy's there, Sean the Sheep here. What am I doing? Uh, I've basically been doing a tasting today at Ardman Studios with the guys who are filming. Oh, actually, I'm going to show you a picture on my back of my t-shirt. Same as stepping up and turning around. Of Arthur Christmas. This is the, the, the Bristol-based animation team. And um, Stephen, who's a good friend of ours, uh, invited me down to come and do this tasting with the guys, which has been ace fun. And they've been trying the coffees that we're going to be talking about today. Um, so... Uh, Stephen's very kindly let me record this here, and it is like the coolest place. There's little bits of archive stuff all over. To my right, there are two Oscars, two BAFTAs. I'm not allowed to show them to you, because if I do, they get them snatched away by the Oscar police. But it's like such a cool place. Everywhere you turn around, there's a little bit of a, a set or a little bit of something kind of going on. I'm like a kid in a sweet shop. And me and Sarah love the Sean the Sheep stuff as well, so um, yeah, it's just been really good, good, really good fun to be here. Um, but enough of that, time to talk about the coffee. So the two coffees that we're going to be, uh, and I say two, because interestingly we've got two, we've got um, two from Costa Rica, now the farm, I'm going to get the pronunciation wrong, but it's Zama, Zama, Zamamora, it's wrong, I'm going to put it below what it's called. Um, and we've got two versions of the same coffee from the same farm, but processed slightly differently. We've got a washed coffee. Now, regular viewers will know what a washed coffee is by now. Washed is where they take the cherry, they pulp the seed out, which is the coffee bean, they then immerse it in water, or they will wash it through a, a, a scrubbing machine, um, and it will come out the other end, and they will leave it to dry in the sun. Bag it, mill it, bag it, send it away, off we go. Job done. The other one that we have is a honey process, so it's a yellow honey process, and it is taken off the trees, it's pulped, but instead of using any water for the pulping, they will just get the mucilage seed and dry it on the patios. What this tends to give you is a bigger body, increased sweetness, but a, a big risk of over-fermentation. So when you get those juices stuck to it. If you don't turn it regularly, you can get mould, you can get fermentation, you can get a whole heap of things go wrong with the coffee. So why would they do this? Well, what happens in Costa Rica, they have some water, but they don't have enough for the whole harvest. So honey is something that's come around to try and preserve water, to try and save the amount of water that's used in the processing of the coffee. Um, this one was done, at the start of it they had plenty to wash with, so they were using water. Water started to run low, so then they went to the, uh, the honeyed process. I like it because they're not doing it because it's bad, and a lot of farmers are doing honeying because uh, they saw people getting more money for these coffees. And I don't like that because I think it's a dangerous game to do something that you don't need to, or something that's not uh, kind of uh, in the tradition in that region, just because it's a gimmick. Uh, but I also like it because these coffees, when I cut them, were strikingly different, although you could see there was a common theme running, running through them. Um, so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to whack you on pause, I'm going to pour some coffees. I've only got the filter coffees today, um, but I'm going to make the coffees. And we've got some of the, uh, some of the animation team here who are going to try it as well, and I'm going to try and pick their brains for descriptors. So I'm going to whack you on pause, and I should be back in just a moment. So I'm back as is Shirley, as is everybody else. 
Um, and we're going to be diving into the codpiece. So, uh, Snozzer in the bowl is Snozzer in a paper cup today, but it's kind of good enough. Um, and I'm going to be smelling the two. And if you've got these coffees at home, I'd really like you to smell them too because they are very aromatic but very different. I've just passed it around the team here and they've kind of got, they are different. And the washed one, particularly, is like really dis like massively different because it's really light and, and just. So, this is what I'm starting on. Oh, actually, no, uh, washed. Is, I've got a crimped cup to tell me it's washed. So it smells a little bit stocky, a little bit beefy, which is a bit strange because I know that it doesn't taste that way, but it definitely smells a little bit like that. I'm going to go into the other one. So this is the honeyed one, and this is intense. This is a, you can smell the sweetness on this one. This is massive sweetness on it. Um, so I'm going to whack those to one side, and we're going to start with the washed. So both of these coffees are Katura and Katai mix, uh, which is the varietal of the plant. The farm is at around about 1,400 metres, uh, been in the family for a number of years, I, I think it was 70 years, but that's, this is like brand new coffee to me this week, um, so I don't, I don't know it that well yet. Um, so. so, on the wash one, if I said to you guys that it was a little bit tea-like, it wouldn't be a million miles away, would it? It's got a real kind of floral tone to it. Um, I think it's very kind of like flowery and just very gentle and not too in your face, would you say? And, and, and I know what to expect with these because when I cooked them, they were the very typical uh, versions of what a washed coffee and what a honeyed coffee is, if that makes sense. The wash tends to be that little bit lighter, a little bit more transparent, very clean cup, I think. Um, I get lots of cleanliness in there, so you can taste that floral because it's clean. You know, whereas sometimes you get stuff going on in the background that makes it, uh, you know, lose those floral tones because they're gentle. And tea is another one that's very gentle to, to come through. So, kind of dive in. Not getting too caffeinated yet, are you? Yeah. <laughs> All we've done for the past two hours is drink coffee. It's been cool. So, uh, honeyed one. Um, so, from the aromas, it smells sweeter. From the cupping that I've done with it, it tastes sweeter. But this is actually my first hit with the honeyers filter, so. Massively different mouthfeel. The mouthfeel is like chalk and cheese. This is a little bit kind of like, I'm not gonna say wishy-washy, but it's not, it doesn't have the presence. This honeyed one, for me, has got a huge mouthfeel. It's very sticky. It's got a real texture to it that I'm kind of slurping around my mouth still. Sweet. And I'm thinking sweet like um, fruit sweet. So as if the sweetness of like biting into an apple. Not the sweetness of like sugar, but like a real natural sweetness to it. Get a little bit of like a, a black cherry, which is a descriptor I rarely come up with. Um, I actually don't like black cherry as a coffee descriptor, but I get black cherry in this big time. And it's that mouthfeel. For me, the it's all about the mouthfeel on these two. That's what really separates them out. Um, I'd love to know why, uh, why the mouthfeel is increased. Is that a common thing? Is that something that goes across all the time? I don't know. Uh, and the problem with these kind of experiments, I always end up with more questions than I have answers for. And yeah, the point you get the way you get so many questions, you'll never find the answers out. But very different cups. I hope you're trying them side by side at home. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts and your comments on what you think of them. Um, so yeah. So thank you very much to the 
the team here for inviting me along. I've had the best day. It's been really good fun. Apart from Bristol's horrible to drive around. It's the worst. Jeez. Oh, it took me an hour driving around, then Stephen had to come rescue me in his super mini. Um, but yes, thank you very much for inviting me, guys. Um, I hope you've enjoyed a little bit of a change of location as much as I have. And remember, life is too short for bad guys.